You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Fosters After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Fosters After Show. This is how you get started. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hello. Bing is for doing, and we just can't stop doing it right here. I am Tara Johnson, and I am too excited to get started with this after show today. We are premiering the ABC Family much-anticipated drama, The Fosters. And it just don't get no better than that. That's right. Yay! And as I said, I'm Tara Johnson, and I have two beautiful and just capable people here with me today. I can't believe this. So I have the Mr. Jeffrey Masters. Jeffrey Masters. The intro, I'll take it. Right? Yeah, I'll take it. And then... If you saw that last frame with Jeffrey, I mean, you can't deny this woman is beautiful. She's talented. Now she's our very own Lena Adams Foster. And we have with us, yay, Sherry Som is here. How are you? I am wonderful. I'm very excited. The debut was today, and I'm just, it's surreal. It really, I mean, I have to tell you, we watched the show, and I was like, what just happened or what rather what didn't happen yeah it was described as like a modern family take but i was expecting something like soft and there was some heavy stuff all over the place yeah all of like from the very first frame in juvie i was like i don't even this feels like scared straight i didn't know what was going on (laughs) what abc family they just they don't pull punches i'm i'm pleasantly surprised by how they handled this show it's just amazing no fear so is this just, I mean, we're going to get all into it, but, you know, while we're talking about it, is just this just the tip of the iceberg for what's coming up? That's an understatement, yes. Just the beginning. Did you hear that? I can't, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> this is come on tomorrow, or we have to wait till next week? I don't we know what to do to with this. have to next Monday, unfortunately, but it's worth the wait, trust me. Oh my gosh. So, as we said, this is episode one, season one, the pilot. But it was like no other pilot. It laid out so many different things. Yeah, lots of new stuff. Like every like scene before every commercial break, I felt like I was like, oh my God, did that just happen? It, and I'm like, what's going to happen next? But let's take it from the top. Sure. And the one thing that struck me from the beginning, beginning was when Steph said, we are not the Brady Bunch. Oh no, this is not the Brady Bunch. By any means whatsoever, all the way around. The family, the way the family's made up, of course... But also the language. I mean, my mom didn't ask me, do you need condoms? She didn't call me Miss Thang. I mean, Sherry, was it written that way to have a 2013 family feel to it? Or Absolutely. I think that they really wanted it to sound, you know, have uh, the feel, the vibe of what, you know, how parents really talk to their kids in a sense these days. And um, these parents are kind of, you know, they're hip. They know what's going on with their kids, and so they try to speak their language, per se. Maybe get in, you know, it's an easier way to communicate with them if you speak their language. So, yeah. Is this show just kind of an instructional manual for maybe how parents would like to relate to their children? Because I don't know many parents who talk to their kids 
that, you know, it was a really yeah. free and loose and honest dialogue. I feel like, though, as lesbians, just a stereotype, which, let's do it, um, you have to be a little bit more liberal, you know, and, like, you've gone through a lot of, like, well, self-acceptance, and then you could accept other people and, like, other, like, what the kids are going through. Like, they can, I feel like, uh, feel it more. Yeah, maybe it's like, well, as lesbians, we've we've suffered a lot of, you know, discrimination or not feeling like you fit in everywhere. And so these kids kind of have similar issues going on in one way or the other. So maybe that kind of bonds us in a way. I don't know. I'm getting deep here. This is well, psychological. Hey, we do it all here on After Buzz. <laughs> if it requires getting deep, we get deep. But I mean, I guess that's the thing. It's just a different. I mean, the tagline is. It's a new it's a new kind of family, and it definitely is a new kind of family. So we're watching for the first time just like you are. But to recap, we have a lesbian couple, biracial, I mean, multiracial, different races. Um, how was it playing it, a, a lesbian character? Was it anything that you were apprehensive about? Were you, Not did you at question all. it? Were you just ready to dive right in? Not at all. I think I probably was thinking... Ooh, this would be kind of edgy and cool for my career at for you know at the first audition kind of stage, and it shocked me how um, much it hit me that it's just loving someone else. I mean, it's the same thing; it's just love. So it didn't have this giant feeling of oh, I'm a lesbian. It just felt like <laughs> oh, I love you, and you know, just like I love my husband in real life. You know, it was right. kind of um, shockingly normal. And have wow. you have you heard any any kind of? I mean, there. But there were a couple of religious organizations that have come come against the, the show before it premiered and actually wrote letters to ABC Family to try to get ABC Family not to televise the show. Have you felt any backlash about making the decision to do this program? Uh, it's so peripheral that it really hasn't touched us that much. I and, mean, of course, we've heard about it, but all press is good press, so bring it on. Um, <laughs> it's a great attitude. I don't know. It's just like, you know, I'm sure it must be difficult when your entire life you've been taught that this is wrong, this is wrong. You know, I can imagine it must be difficult, but I'm trying to get to the idea of what is it that a lesbian couple raising kids would be detracting from your family structure, whoever's family structure. Like, right. what what are we taking from you? So that's what I'm trying to get my head around with people who aren't necessarily ready to accept it. Um, maybe it'll the show will, you know, permeate some corners of the country and world and hearts and minds might open up a little and i think like if you look at the show based on like script and plot structure being like lesbians had nothing to do with like anything it could have been like a man and a woman and totally. still be in the same show right. like, for me at least yeah, Which, and, I, yeah. and i read a, a ton of reviews about the show and, and that's what people were saying you'll realize that this is just a family and it's really about a love and it's different family structure but you know family is defined as love and that's what it is and that's what really comes through it's not about the lesbian couple right. or even that the kids are you know one's biological and two are adopted and two two now this family even grew in the pilot episode so did Jude officially join the family as of the pilot episode it's you know it's in limbo as you saw at the right. end she's you know we're going to take them into our home for now and see what happens i mean everything's happening happening so fast and there's really no time to think about you know exact plans but we're definitely not throwing them back to the wolves right you know so to speak things are changing on the fosters already <laughs> well, i think the best way to get into this is to kind of talk about each character what we found out about that character what was revealed about the character and what we think about the character. Let's take it from the top. Absolutely. What about Mama Tiger? Was <laughs> oh, that Steph? That's Steph. Okay. <laughs> Steph. Mama Tiger, the the cop 
and the one who kind of I would say kind of holds the family together is the glue for the family maybe the rule maker definitely definitely the disciplinarian possibly but her story is even different because they throw her ex-husband in as now her partner on the police force I mean, come on. Well, he was already on the force. It wasn't like he just joined the force and right. they became partners. I mean, he was already there. He was just, you know, working a different beat. And so it's completely logical and plausible that maybe something would happen, that they would have to work together. And that's what happened. I'm not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying it at uh, all. You didn't like it? I, I, it was, it's not that I didn't like it. And I, the explanation that Mike gave to Lena saying, well, you know, I was never comfortable with her being with the other partner, and now I just feel safer if she's out there, and, I, and, you know, and I'm for a partner. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying it at mm. all. Mm-mm. We'll see. We'll see. I'm watching, Mike. I, the thing I didn't like about that was that the uh, police chief was like so okay with it. I feel like I, if I was the police chief and the, like Mike came to me, I'd be like, I, I have questions here. And she never even mentioned the fact they were married before or yeah. had a child together. It was just, do you have a problem with that? And absolutely not. I don't have a problem with that. Let's roll. I don't, yeah, that was a little hard for me to swallow. Keep watching. See, I know. Uh-oh. Keep I watching. Knew it. All right. <laughs> I know something's coming. Um, I love though that Brandon kind of looks like the perfect mix of Steph and Mike. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's good. Quest, like, good casting. He is a cutie. Like, the cast of this show is power packed, all the way around. Yeah, I've like just, uh, I have a lot of problems with sometimes kid actors, but like these kids were great. They were great. A lot, I was a lot of times people ask me, you know, oh, do you feel like a motherly connection to them? And of course, we're all protective of each other, you know, yeah. in a sense. But I feel like they're my colleagues, my contemporaries, because they're super professional. and They're super on their game. And they we all joke and kid and they're still kids, but um, they're on it. So does, like, the mother role translate to off-camera, too, or just colleagues? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I love them like family, but I don't feel that I'm, you know, I have something to teach you, young lady, you know, young man. I feel like we're just seriously actors, you know, pulling together the show, and I love them. Now, these are some real heavy-hitting, you know, professional people. Yeah. But the, the woman playing Callie, Maya Mitchell, she's a newcomer. Is that... I guess that's fair to say. Yeah, she's Australian, and so she's not been here too long. But she's she's hitting the ground running. She's got a film coming out this summer that's getting super major publicity, and she's just amazing. Such a great actress. I this I felt this family was a real family unit from the beginning. It wasn't as if you know sometimes with pilots you have to warm up to it or oh, I'm not buying it. Let me yeah. give it three episodes. I normally have a three episode rule for new shows. <laughs> this one I'm hooked from the beginning. The DVR set. I'm yeah, done. but it was the character dynamics for me. Like everyone, like that has such interesting relationships with like such deep history in those. Like from like the twins, and then like the like the lesbian couple, obviously. Then like the kid who's biologically with Steph, but not you, but still like your son. And like I just like felt those character like, relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, our director, we got to thank him for that because he is an actress director. He's an actor, Timothy Busfield. Fantastic. And he had us you know, just be a family together. He'd have us go into the set, like our kitchen set, and just have us make sandwiches together and give us a topic to argue about, just so we could really feel lived in, so that by the time you see the pilot, it feels like you're already on episode 10, just so we can really be comfortable with each other and know each other. And That's a great fun. analogy. It didn't start off like episode one. Right, it right. Like, it's in the drama. Like, yeah, wow. lived in, yeah. And how long did Tim cultivate that type of family relationship? I mean... 
was it, was it day one or was it, you know? It was he, for several weeks before we started. We had a lot of rehearsal time, which I don't, I've never really experienced that before. And uh, every chance we got, he had us in there just, you know, hey, go fight about this in the bedroom. Just go fight about your kids, you know, bad grades or something. And so um, Terry and I would go in there and we would just have this argument. It would be this serious <laughs> argument. And you, before you know it, it's just like, oh, my God, I've been with you for my whole entire life. <laughs> So yeah. it comes across amazing from, you know, the first what 45 minutes of the show that we've seen. It, it comes across 100 percent. But I have to ask you, Sherry, we're going to talk about your character, Lena. We didn't get a lot from Lena in this episode, except she was a really warm, open person who wanted to bring everyone in. Let's pull back some layers. What's there? I know there's something there. Well, as you saw, we had about 9,000 storylines going on in the first pilot, so we can't give it all up in oh. the first episode. Oh, I had to ask. I know. <laughs> Just keep watching, lady. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Are we going to see any, like, struggle or drama between you and Terry character- Terry's character? The Mama Tiger? Constantly. Really? It's just like life, you know? It's just like everybody's relationships. You have those days where you just can't even look at each other, and those other days when you're fighting to get some alone time, which, you know, with six kids in the house, how are you going to do that? Um, Yeah, it's life. Wow. It was, um, I mean, I know, like, it's the script, but, like, you just really saw, I mean, acting, (laughs) like, how supportive, like, the two women are together, and, like, such as, like, a strong couple. I really, like, felt that in the pilot. I think you have to be for, to raise a family like this, um... You know, you have to have a really strong foundation together to be able to pull this off day after day and not pull your hair out. Yeah, it really came across. Yeah, yeah it's it great. did come across. And talking about pulling things off and making things great, Jeff, why don't you tell us about Serial Buddies? Absolutely. So our CEO and founders, Kevin Undergaro and Maria Menunos, produced the comedy Serial Buddies. It on um, the Adventures of Serial Buddies. It is now available on iTunes and their website www.serialbuddies.com. It's a funny buddy serial killer comedy. You know, like it happens, two people are best friends and killing everybody, and it's hilarious. <laughs> so you know, go buy it, rent it. We give you guys the best after-show recaps, discussion, fan favorites, interviews with the cast, and we do it all for free and without commercials, so please help us pay for these beautiful studios. Right? Isn't this great in these lights? we got to keep these on. So you can... Because so, so it fills in the cracks. Right. It definitely does. And after you go to that website, make sure you go to AfterBuzzTV.com, look at all of our shows, and also go to iTunes... Subscribe to The Fosters After Show. We'll be here every week, and we're working for five stars. Definitely comment. Let us know if you like the show, what you don't like, what you do like, how gorgeous Sherry is, because she is. Mm. (laughs) Very kind. And let us know what you think. We greatly appreciate it. So, so much of this show is about the family and the kids. Let's talk about those twins, Mariana and Jesus. I oh sorry I gotta jump Go in. I thought that was one. I mean, a lot happened as we said in this yeah. episode, but that was one of the most heartbreaking parts when she goes to meet her mom and she just gives her the money and the mom wants nothing to do with her. I was like, like that was killer. Yeah, yeah, I wanted the mom to like put on some makeup and like to fake it, like ask her like three questions. <laughs> At least, you know. <laughs> At least something. I was so upset by that. It was. Do you have something for me? Well, I'm sure they're waiting for you, so you need to go on yeah. home. That was yeah, killer. But the way this show brings out issues, you know, yes, each of the individuals have their own issues, but we're talking about global issues. I know for a fact 
a lot of foster care systems have really been celebrating the show because it's probably the first time you've really seen the foster care system highlighted on a television show. But we also talk about children being adopted and balancing between their adopted parents and then having a relationship or is it okay to have a relationship with my biological parents? And then we have Brandon, who is the biological son, but now he's sharing his mom with other kids. It's just, it's so much going on. It's so 2013 family yeah. today. It's a, it's a lot to handle. And it's amazing to me because this ain't the Brady Bunch. It's not even the Cosby show. It's just so different than any other family show that's on. Do you guys feel that on the set? Do you, do you think about or talk about the issues that you're really raising when you're doing the scripts or talking about the shows? Oh, we and- do. We totally do. And we had, uh, every time we have a table read, we're just we're in tears at the table read, you know, some of the things that come up. And, you know, I remember the one of the um, the director of the promos, when we were shooting the promos, he came up to me and he said, I know this is Hollywood and, you know, we're all just here trying to get a job. He's like, but this is kind of exciting to be a part of something that actually might make a difference. Like, he was very sincere about it, too, that he really was like, wow, this is shocking. This is, an, you know, a fun, amazing show, but we're going to be doing something good. What? Right. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's wow. really, yeah, because I had no idea about a lot of these issues in foster care. I, you know, I never had any... Uh, you know, interaction with that. So it's amazing. I'm learning a lot, and I hope other people will be learning a lot. And were you actually cast um, before you, like, knew kind of what the show was, like, all about? Like, read the first pilot and everything? I mean, we had an overview, and we had the pilot episode, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, and I knew what they were trying to accomplish with it, and I was really shocked reading the script, how ABC Family handled it. They didn't candy-coat it. It wasn't going to be this, you know, sort of paint-by-numbers kind of deal. So I was all in, all the way. From the first read of the pilot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was there anyone on the cast that was kind of hesitant that someone had to sell the middle? You know, was, was everyone just like, this is it. This no. is the greatest project. I'm yeah, jumping on board. Yeah, I don't think anyone would even show up for the first audition if they had those kind of feelings, you know. It's just kind of like, either you're in for this or you're not. So. Right. It was, it was, it's a, it comes across great. It was done well. No. You know, kudos to all of you guys. Thank you. It was just an amazing show. But back to the twins, we're talking about the twins and, and dealing with their their mom. So they're dealing with the issue of where they want to meet their, or at least their parents think that they're dealing with the issues of where they want to meet their biological mother. But they've taken care of that in some respect. But also, what is the deal with the drug dealing? The pill popping and the pushing. I did not expect that at all. For right. a yeah. San Diego... Well, it's everywhere. It is everywhere. It doesn't matter if it's the most swanky private school, if it's the inner city, it doesn't matter. It's everywhere, and it's it's reality. So that's probably why they, they wanted to reflect that. It's real. And they're high schoolers, right? The mm-hmm. twins? Middle the, school. The middle, oh, school. middle school? Yeah. Oh, man. I think it it wow. goes all the way into high school in that school, but in their middle school. So will she, now that she's met the mom and given the mom the money, will she continue to, to push... Will she be a, a dealer? I have to ask. Well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's some really complicated feelings for Mariana. You know, it's her birth mom. She wants to kind of have a bond with her, but it doesn't feel quite right. You know, her mom asking these things because she knows that Steph and Lena would never put her in a weird position that would make her feel, you know, strange. So um, I don't know. I think it's rife for drama. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, it's dripping with drama. (laughs) I would love anyone who possibly was adopted to maybe comment on iTunes or YouTube when they see the show and and let us know about dealing with these issues. I I just think the entire, this show is going to start so much dialogue about different issues that just have not been in the forefront. I mean, 
why do we think it's taken so long for there to be a real show that talks about the foster care system? That's a good question, because I'm always thinking about America and thinking, you know, we always pride ourselves. Oh, we're the melting pot. We just bring everybody. We don't care if you're tempest-tossed, whatever we say. But, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like that we have this kind of weird contradiction in, our, in our, the landscape of our programming where it's always this certain kind of family. You know, it's like this certain kind of family. So uh, it's great that we're finally catching up, you know? And it's great. Like, I see it. I'm going, I wish I had a show like that when I was little because I didn't have anyone to really relate to. There were so few faces, you know, ethnic faces out there. And, oh, I'm just so happy about the show. Don't get me started. Cry. I feel like we should rename it the Modern Family. No, it's already a modern family. I know, I was kidding. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, it is, like, the modern family. It really is. I really think, too, that it's such a, like, big issue, like, adoption, foster families, that it's, like, I don't want to, like, put aside, like, that it's a lesbian couple, because that's, like, I think very interesting on TV and not used, but it's almost like the foster care um, that we see in the show and that issue almost, like, Overshadows, and I think rightfully so, that it's a, like a lesbian couple. Yeah, and not that's a right. lesbian issue, but I think people would be surprised like how invested in the show they are, and then oh yeah, and it's two moms raising this right. family, right. and I think that's really nice. Yeah, you know, Peter Page and, and Bradley Bredewig, they were very, very careful. They didn't want to have this, you know, our house draped in a rainbow flag and just you know trying to push this mm-hmm. message out. It's just. We got laundry to do and, and, you know, kids to take care of who, oh, yeah, and we're gay and whatever. But, you know, like, it's just, there's about so much more than that. So, I don't know. I hope people like it. So, I know J-Lo, as we like to call around here, Miss <laughs> Lopez, Jenny from the Block, is co-executive producing this show. But also there's Joanna Johnson from Bold and Beautiful, who's also co-executive producing, who she describes the show as her life because she is married and... Her wife has biological children. Yeah. Did Joanne talk to you guys? Does she give you anything? Or does she simply say, just be a family? Exactly. That's just it. It's just like, they don't have any special lesbian tips for us. You know, it's kind (laughs) of like, you know, they trust us with uh, just loving each other and and portraying that. And she's so great. I just love Joanna so much. And she says, I read somewhere that she had said, this is her her gayest year ever. Yes. (laughs) I love that. Because, you know, she's living this life at home and then she kind of lives it at work. And it's, you know. It hasn't been that long ago that she actually came out. Maybe, I think, a year or so ago. So this is really a new experience for her, too. And now she's bringing her life to the big screen for everyone to share. Yeah. So, like, this is really... I'm sure every day she's like, wait a minute, that's my life on the screen. <laughs> she doesn't know if she's coming or going because it's, uh, yeah, it's full on. It's great. So we have the twins. We have the drug dealing and the, you know, the pill popping and that type of thing. But we have Brandon, who he really seems to be the rock of the family, just completely calm and steady the entire time. But he has the girlfriend. So I'm thinking he's going to bring in maybe some of the, I mean, there's some heavy issues, but they're still teenagers. Mm-hmm. So we're still going to have the regular teenage issues, the girlfriends and the breakups and the the sex. And we already talked about condoms. I was just like, my right. mom never asked me oh that. Goodness, like, what I is that? No. I was like, what are you talking about? So, I mean, Brandon seems to be this rock, but where are the cracks in the rock? I, oh, no. Well, I mean, I... <laughs> what can you tell us? As far as Brandon's concerned, you know, I think it's a, like, um, he's got such a big heart. And sometimes having a big heart like that can get you into trouble. Mm. As you saw in the pilot, you know, it takes him down a little road with Callie there for a minute. Um, so he definitely, his heart can be his, you know, Achilles heel. Is that the right term? Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll do with that. Yeah. We'll go with that. And it's been a long day. Um, <laughs> but, 
yeah, there's definitely a lot of stuff coming up with Brandon, too, because, yeah, he is, you know, a steady, even kid, Mm -hmm. but he does have issues. I mean, he's got a dad who is not part of his nuclear family at the moment, you know, not in the house anyway, and you know that's got to affect him at some point. That's got to come out in some way, so. And he's the oldest, and it seems like he's borderline on graduating high school, or is he... Yeah, and we we zhuzh that a little right. bit. We don't want to like nail down, you know, exactly where he is. You know, you, you know, know how that is. This is Beverly Hills nine hundred two and L. We could be in high school ten years, right? <laughs> Late high school. Late high school for like ten years. Yeah. But he does seem to be the steady hand, and also I find him quite interesting because he is. And when Callie came in and said, "Oh, you're the real son," I was like, "Oh, this is this is about to go down." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, this is for real." When she called him the real son, but as the biological son, he's so open to everyone. I loved it when he said hello to Callie and gave her the lasagna. That's like, yeah. all right, sit down at the table. Yeah. Now we're really a family. Yeah, that's like a testament to how great parents we are because we get, we just give this kid so much love, probably too much love. And like he said in the pilot, I always felt like there's plenty to go around. Right. You know, like he just he doesn't feel threatened by other kids coming in because he knows he's got us. Like we, he has nothing to fear. I mean, I saw the, if I, I mean, maybe I was like making up in my head, but I saw like the two loving parents influence on like raising good children. Hmm. And I, I think that's like a testament to like the acting and the writing, like cohesively like melding. And it's like, wow, hmm. it's like so cool to see that line. And Sherry it sits hmm. up a little bit taller going, well, thank you. <laughs> I'll take credit for that great, great parenting. Proud mama. <laughs> Proud mama. I love the fact that the parents... Didn't exactly know what was going on with the kids, but they know their kids well enough to know something was going on. Oh, yeah. And that just shows that the parents are paying attention. Oh, I, yeah. I, I mean, I think the you know, growing up and raising kids is so different than, I mean, I'll make myself sound, sound ancient, but when I was growing up, you know, in the Stone Ages or whatever, we want to talk about the it. The 70s. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, yeah, okay, we'll go with that. But, but it just seems so different. It seems as if these parents are really engaged, and I love the fact that Lena is at the school with the kids. And and is it that the kids call their teachers by the first names now? She's going to Timothy's class. What happened to Mr. Smith? Or Yeah, some schools are different. I remember growing up, some teachers were like, just call me, you know, right. Joe. But It's California. It's California, we laid back. There's a lesbian vice principal. Anything uh, goes. Anything you know, goes. there we go. You know. I wonder if there's going to be an issue with Callie living in the house with Brandon. These two, you know, attractive, opposite sex, like, people, like, what's gonna happen? You caught a little spark there, did you? Yeah. I saw a little something there. Didn't want to call it out, but yes, I saw a little something, something there. And we're looking at Sherry, and she's like, did you? Thirsty. (laughs) Sherry is nodding. She's writing on a piece of paper, if you're just listening, not watching. (laughs) She's ignoring us. She's saying Jeff is correct. I mean, not that, like, I can think it's, like, the next great American romance, but, like, as we said, they're in high school, and everyone has issues. Yeah, but Brandon has a girlfriend, and, you know, he's a good man, so... The perfect Cali girls we saw. Oh, absolutely. Stars and necklaces. (laughs) But even with the perfect Cali girl, when she walked in and saw Cali with Brandon, she was like, who's this? She was very nice, but she was territorial, like, who who is this? Mm -hmm. So we see it coming, Jeff. We see it coming. (laughs) I guess we'll have to find out. We'll call it right now. And I love the scene after that when Callie like turns on her like sales girl and was like, why don't you take a drive to Tijuana? Oh, I love that. Wasn't love that great? That. Uh, so good. You know, she was like checking out these girls in California and how they flirt. She's like, let me try to just pull this off right now and flirt with this guy. Just and to get then, what yeah, I want. Just to get what I want. And I then she turned it. it right off. It was great. And then let's talk about Callie because 
so much this episode was about her, but not about her. But we, the show used her issues to kind of unpack everything else mm-hmm. because she was a part of pretty much every scene when she caught Mariana, you know, stealing the pills. She was there. So she was a part of everything. But this young lady seems to have so many issues and things going on. And she also seems to be very angry. How is that going to affect the calm foster family? Well, it's our jobs. You know, we just we just smother these kids with love until they just, you know, just their issues melt away. <laughs> Can That's... you get to the issues first? Because she seems to have issue upon issue upon issue. Yeah. It's gonna I mean, it's not gonna be easy. There's this is layers of hurt with this girl. Layers and layers and who knows what she's been through. I mean we see a glimpse of it, but um, she's damaged goods, so she's going to take a while to heal. But we're obviously we're up for the task. You know, we really are. We want to make this girl whole again. Absolutely. And as viewers, it was you wanted to root against her, but you're like she's doing it for her brother, yeah. right? Uh. And you didn't know who Jude was in the beginning. In my mind, whatever is he her boyfriend? Is he her father? Is he? And then when you realize it's her brother, a little brother, it was like I'm done. I know. Whatever you need to do, whatever bus you need to take, you can take a plane, a bus, <laughs> we can walk. Whatever we got to do, we got to get Jude. We got to get Jude. Yeah. I know. When she says, hey, baby, I'm like, oh, she's going to her drug dealer she's dating. <laughs> oh, I was so mad. <laughs> she redeemed herself. It's okay. So we have this cute little, I don't know, he looked seven or eight years. Is he younger than that? Hayden? Uh, Jude? Yeah. He's, uh, I believe he's 11. Okay. So he's around that age 12? on the show. Show also um, a little? Yeah-ish. 10, 11, maybe. So you're bringing yet another preteen into the family. So there's a lot of hormones going on. For sure. In this family. For sure. Interesting. Interesting. And so will Jude come in with his own set of issues also? It, you know, I don't see how he couldn't. Look at the house he was living in. Not in this show. Oh, I know. It's not, not crazy. Look at him doing dishes for that guy. It's just crazy. Not in this show. I guess, you know, I don't even know. Should we try to move on to a couple of predictions. Can we do that with this show? What you oh. got? What you got? What you got? I think my only biggest one is the like Callie branded drama that I think is bound to happen in a house, you know, mm. living together. Do you think that's it? I don't know if, like how serious it'll get or but I don't know. I think that's like a messy territory that you just like have to go down if you're like writers and you write that, you know? Right. I would say my prediction would be I see something happening along the line. Sherry, you might want to turn away when I talk about this for Lena's character. Something might happen between Steph and Mike. No. Say it ain't so. Yeah. I don't think that. Yeah. I see a stakeout. No. I see some late nights. I see a heavy you case. You don't think that. That's deeply disappointing that you think that. I think, just even if it's just a kiss, oh, I, I think mercy. something. What? She was the butch one. Heck no. Oh, did you <laughs> I'm say kidding. that? That's I was no. kidding. I, that's, no, I don't, I'm, I, you're entitled to your own opinion. I don't believe that at all. You know, it's the first episode. I'm, I hope I'm wrong. I hope, Listen, I hope, I, I hope I'm wrong. I think the one thing that, that this show uh, does not want to do is try to pander or try to make certain segments of the audience more comfortable by throwing one of the ladies back in with the man. I think that'd be such an insult. Such an insult. And that's not what we're about. I mean, it, as far as I know, that's not even going to be in the game plan. So I'm going to shoot down that prediction right now. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> At least we got something. You heard it here first. <laughs> Did we? Okay. I'm going on record. <laughs> you heard it here first. Well, I mean, what can like as far as the process when you guys get a new script you sit down for a table read 
from the table read, do you guys ever ad lib anything? Are you sticking strictly with the script? Do you add in extra things to bring in authenticity about real life? Do you ever, you know, give the writer some yeah. type of help and assistance? We definitely, um, we always, you know, honor the script and we have amazing writers. But, you know, Terry's a mom in real life and she, she constantly is saying, whoa, there's no way I would ever let him do that. Or I never talked to my son in this way. <laughs> She's very, very careful because she wants it to be and ring authentic. And she's a hell of a mom in real life, and she wants to bring that to the fosters as well. So, yeah, we def- we ad lib all the time. I mean, respectfully, but we, you know, we add our flavor. You that's had nice. Your, that's nice. And just, I was, just to go back on myself, I was kidding about the slightly butcher one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's out there I just there like now. black and whiting. But I did really appreciate that then we see her having changed her pajamas with her hair down, and it's like, oh, man, like, ah. Uh, yeah, I, they go I, against that. I appreciate that exactly. I appreciate seeing that because we didn't. I don't think the show wanted to come across as saying, "Oh, she's stereotypically the bitch one." I mean, not the bitch. Oh, sorry, the butch one. Sorry, mom. I don't say that. The butch one. <laughs> so I, I, I love the fact that she pulled her hair down and and showed that that different side. I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah. How much um, do input do you have on like storylines? Do they like ask your opinion? They're incredibly collaborative. There was there's an, uh, an episode coming in a few episodes that dealt with something very close to my heart, and they really wanted me to feel okay about it. So they gave me a, a script in advance of the usual time where they give them out, and they just asked my opinion and does this ring true? And how do you feel about this? It was just so moving and incredible that they cared enough to really make that, you know, make it real for me and, and make sure that I felt it was real and. Um, yeah, they, they, they're wonderful that way. I, I, I can't believe That's it. That's so nice. That is. That's yeah. really great. Is that normal for a lot of shows, you think? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you will say these check. words. <laughs> now get in your cage. No, it's not. It's really not this wonderful anywhere. I, this is the first. And I know wow. you're taping today. So we really appreciate you being here, leaving the set, and coming to be with us here at After Buzz. Which episode are you guys on right now? We are finishing up number seven right now. And what can you tell us about two through six? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Just that it gets better and better. Like, I was telling someone today, you know, sometimes you see these ads for a new show, and it looks so exciting, and they cut it with the music, and it just looks so slick and perfect and awesome. And then you watch it, and it kind of disappoints. And you're Mm -hmm. like, well, the promo was better. But this is, I'm so proud to say that, that, you know, we have great promos, we've got great ads, but our show is delivers completely, and it just gets better. Every episode is just, every table read, we go, oh, my gosh, (laughs) <laughs> this writing is amazing. And we're just, we're so proud of this. It's uh, it's out of this world. So I know Peter Page and Brad, they are there all the time because they're series writers. Mm-hmm. And I know Joanna Johnson's helping show run. Does Jennifer Lopez come to the set and hang out? Does she give her input? Does she just say, yeah, you guys go she out? She shares and- a dressing room with me and we swap <laughs> recipes. And no, she's, she's, she's a busy girl. I don't know if you guys have, have noticed that she's a busy, busy yeah, she girl. Yeah, she's got a couple, couple things going on. A couple things going on. There, but she came uh, a couple times to the set and she did, did a lot of promotion for us and a lot of pictures with us. And, you know, someone was asking her, well, are you going to do a cameo in the show? Are you going to be? And she said, you know, she doesn't believe the show. She thinks it stands on its own, mm-hmm. and she doesn't think it needs some big celebrity boost to make it fly. So she's really proud of it, and it was, I was so humbled by, by her take on that. I was like, thank you, Mommy. <laughs> she so was nice. live tweeting today during the show premiere. God bless her. She was answering questions from everyone about the show and Love that. what she liked about the show. And, and basically it was just that she has a different family. She believes family is about love, and when she saw the story, it just 
completely struck her and she wanted to help, help and do anything she yeah. can to possibly help. I read her quote saying that, like, I have a non-traditional family. I have t- t- two kids and they have, like, three stepbrothers, so I'm, like, two mm-hmm. different moms. And she's like, this is the American family. Like, nobody has a standard family anymore. And I was right. like, you're right. right. Yeah. It's completely different. Does anyone ever say, wow, this show is heavy for, you know, kids or for having, you know, teenagers? Has anyone ever said this is too... Everything I'm reading is saying, sit down with your kids and, you know, this is going to open the door to so many great conversations and important, you know, and not in a heavy-handed, like, oh, you should, you know, preachy way, but just in a really, like, relevant way. I totally agree. I mean, I don't have kids, but if I did, I would, you know, like, let's watch this together. Yeah. And does Terry watch this with her kids? Is well, she it just started, but her kids oh. are um, five and ten, I believe. Okay, so I don't know, maybe, maybe Possibly. might be a little young, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But it's it's in this interesting concept, and you said there's so much more to come. Yeah. Well, this show was highly anticipated. Everyone was talking about it. Couldn't wait. I did a little research, and there were several polls that came out and listed 15 different shows that were coming out for the summer on HollywoodLive.life.com, and they asked everyone, which show are you wanting to watch for the summer? It was everything from America's Got Talent to um, The Bachelorette, and The Fosters was number three out of all oh. those different shows. So everyone's like, yeah, I've read tons of reviews. People were, you know, not giving any spoilers. I tried to find that. There was no spoilers. <laughs> I don't want to see them. Sign. You don't? <laughs> no way. I'm nosy. I'll take what I can get. But <laughs> there was no spoilers out there. But all the reviews are coming in absolutely positive. It seems like great work. I am more than um, excited about next week. And we just can't believe that you came and joined us. Oh, are you kidding? I know I was saying, oh, it's been a long day, but I'm actually just so jazzed up. Everyone had that energy today of it's coming out today. Right. And, you know, they had a screening at for us at lunchtime and like a big cake. And um, it's just like, oh, this is so wonderful to see all this work, you know, come to fruition. And it's great. So what are you hearing from your Twitter account and from feedback from your family and everyone about um, the pilot? What are, you, what, what are you hearing? So much love and so much anticipation. And like I said before, I, you know, I know that um, a lot of specific, there, there are a lot of specific issues on the show and the gay and lesbian community are going to be watching. And they're going to be watching with an eagle eye. They're not just going to say, oh, good, a, a gay show. You know, we're happy just to have that. They want us to represent and they want us to represent accurately. And they're not going to just give us a free pass and, you know. They don't want to, like I said, they don't want to see us falling into a relationship with a man or, you know, these things. Sorry, but That's okay. Hey. (laughs) I want them to be, I want them to feel like we're really, uh, you know, telling their stories correctly. So uh, if we do that, I'll just be so proud and so happy. As you should be. Well, I mean, Jeff, do you think we handle it from the rooter to the tutor? Absolutely. I think we handle it from the rooter to the tutor. <laughs> I've never heard that before in no? my life, and I I'm love it. I'm Southern. Hang around. You it. have no idea what, what may come out of my mouth. <laughs> but thank you so much for being here again. This is the very first episode for season one, episode one of The Fosters. It will not be the last. You stay and tune in. We'll continue to tune in. I'm Tara Johnson. And, Jeff, tell everyone where you can where they can find you on... You can find me on the internet at... I tweaked from <laughs> Jeff Masters 1. <laughs> and, Sherry, where can everyone find you besides Fosters Monday nights? At Sherry Psalm 1 on Twitter. 
And you can catch the Fosters Monday nights on ABC Family, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. on the West Coast. We won't tell anybody what we just saw because they haven't had a chance to see it on the West Coast. And I'm Tara Johnson. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at TJ Path to Passion. Again, thank you so much. So much drama yet to come. Stick with us. We'll be talking all about it until next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 